Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Rachel Real, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or you're confused, you think you might be in one and don't really know. You just need to confirm that you ain't crazy. So I give support to those individuals like that. How you guys doing today? Happy Saturday. I am out doing another walk and talk and stopping by to give you a daily vitamin of support and hopes that it will help you get through your day, your weekend. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. I am a life coach with the focus on relationships, helping you to reach your relationship goals. Whatever that looks like, it's on a case-by-case basis. I'm not a psychiatrist. Good morning. A psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, counselor, anything of the like. I am a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic relationship. I did my work, and I'm here to help you to do the same, guys. It's a lot going on. A lot, a lot, a lot that I'm not going to talk about a lot of it today. Um, I have some things in the works that's coming in the near future trying to get this book out there, trying to, I hate to say trying, but working on a book. I'm also trying to get my channel back up and my YouTube channel back up. I'm not sure which platform I'm going to use just yet, but more than likely, I did start a YouTube channel called You Ain't Crazy. And I want to have more of an interactive type of channel where people can call in and just communicate, you know, thrivers, survivors, victims, everyone can communicate where it'll be just a lot of um, interactive communication so that people can help each other. You know, it takes a village. And when you know that someone else has gone through what you've gone through or what you're going through or have gone through, it just gives, it's like a breath of fresh air. I know it was for me. You know, there's nothing like someone understanding that somebody gets it. You know, when you're talking to people who either don't want to speak about their trauma, narcissistic trauma, or their codependence, or they're just still stuck, you know, it's it's a breath of fresh air when you can talk to someone who's like, no more, I'm not dealing with it anymore, you know, and they need that support. They need someone to be their backbone. And when you can have a group of people from all over the world, not just your state, but just, or your your country, but all over the world, that's the beauty of social, um, social media, you know, when you can go online and you can speak to someone, especially individuals who are given positive information to help you, you know, and then you can pick and choose what resonates with you. You know, it just might be that statement or that those continual, those continual conversations that we'll have that can help somebody along the way. I figured if people have, you know, their gossip channels and based on reality shows and things that's trending, which I listen to some of them, I feel like why not talk about narcissistic abuse? Let's put these narcs on blast, you know, let's call them out because I feel that when you talk about it, it kind of takes the sting out of it. The more you talk, the more you talk, the more you talk, 
people will begin to see red flags and call them out. You know, let's start pulling these masks off by having lots and lots of conversations. And I don't want to just keep talking at you where you can listen, but you can't respond. I want more of an interactive type of uh, channel or station, if you will, um, where I can take my mission to another level of helping people and getting what I have on my chest, getting it off, you know, as well as letting other people blow the whistle as well. I want to hear from you guys and let other people hear from you. I don't want to talk at you. So I have probably about three more episodes I'm going to do because I did want to reach 100 um, in this in this way or using this type of for, um, platform. But then I'm going, not saying I'm going to stop doing it this way as well, but I want to have more of an interactive type of flow where people can really start to talk about their issues because everyone cannot afford therapy. Good morning. Everyone can afford therapy, counseling. Some people don't even know how to. Some people are so broken that they don't even know where to start. But if you can come to a free channel, you know, at some point I may make it membership a membership or a subscription but right now you know you can it's free to subscribe to you ain't crazy um youtube channel because that's where i'm going to start and got some other things in work i just want to talk to the people and i want the people to talk to each other because what i don't know i'm sure somebody can chime in and give their feedback or answer a question good morning or answer a question that somebody might have, you know? So, and it's like free information. I know I didn't have to spend a lot of money for my healing. I just needed to be obedient to what God was telling me to do and showing me to do. And the people that he put before me, whether it was a Dr. Romney or MPD, the T on MPD or mental illness or the whistleblower, you know, this was like free information. All I needed to do was start following the steps that was being advised to do and educating myself, learning as much as I could learn um, about narcissistic abuse, what it looked like and all of that stuff and put the work in. And I added that to what I was already doing, my innate abilities that God gives us within us when we want to stop being in denial and ignoring the red flags, like all of the weight just began to get lifted off of me you know and it was a beautiful thing it really was and God prevailed and I got healed and never looked back you know that a narcissist can't even come close to me you know without me seeing the red flags and acknowledging them and never accepting average or accepting any type of abuse making an excuse for any toxic behavior at all whether it's in the workplace whether it's in our personal relationship a romantic relationship anything anything it's just not acceptable from loved ones from no one and you'll learn how to do things in love without being spiteful like they are because that's what they want you to do be evil and spiteful but you'll learn ways to not even be that way and I know for some you you're probably like yeah right it's very true it's very true so Like I said, I'll be coming to you with a few more episodes before really putting that time into um, having more of an interactive type of 
platform so you guys can come in with your questions and they can get answered. You won't feel like, you know, you're just being spoken to. You'll have an opportunity to communicate what you're feeling because a lot of times also you need to get what's on your chest off, you know, and I want to find, I want you to have a safe space where you can do that. And a lot of the times people don't know who you are, you know, they don't need, you can state who you are if you choose to. And if you don't want to for your own safety or whatever, or your peace of mind, whatever that looks like, you'll have an opportunity to do that. But at least you will not be walking around burdened down because somebody is torturing the hell out of you and you don't know if you're coming or going and think you're crazy, you know? So that's coming guys. I'm very excited about it and hopes that it will help millions of people to take their power back, to get educated, to understand toxic behavior, and to know that you deserve better. To know that you deserve better. You know, I'm working on all kinds of stuff. So that's just for starters, you know, just again, having a place where people who are dealing with narcissistic abuse or surviving it will have a place to go to continue to heal, that you don't have relapses, that you just understand. And again, I don't have all the answers, but collaboratively, we all can make a difference in this space, this space of healing. And that's my goal, where there's no judgment or tearing down someone or anything. You should have known better. You didn't see that. Dag, I could have. That's BS, whatever. You know, anyone who knows, who truly understands narcissistic abuse, it's not something that comes across that you're going to see. These people will love bomb you as long as they need to, especially those of us who are very highly intelligent, who are successful, who got it going on, who are confident. You know, you may have some of those traits, quality traits. You may have a few of them, whatever the case may be, you had it going on and they know that. So if they got to take two years, they can take two months to two years to five years, however long they need to love bomb you and then turn it off immediately just like that so when people think that didn't they do this in the beginning didn't they show you this no they're going to show up the way that they feel you need to as a matter of fact they're going to go overboard with the love bombing if they have to going to go over overboard and if you've never re experienced this stuff if, you if you've never experienced narcissistic abuse you're going to believe the person at face value who's who's thinking that somebody is going to be faking when they're acting as if they're interested in what you, you're, you're saying and they even communicate back with you. No one's gonna know right away that they're lying. It's only when certain things begin to catch up and that mask begin to slip, you know? Now, mind you, when you understand how to respond to certain things and what red flags are, you know, you kind of know how to move differently. But you can't be side-eyeing everyone who shows up overly nice. Because they just might be a nice person. You just got to know the red flags when it comes to something else. And I'm going to talk a little about it today in this episode from this uh, story I read earlier. Um, and Cora, this lady's story. Or her, her issue that she had. And Cora is an app where... People, um, they present their questions looking for answers from regular people like me and you. That's what they do, like you and I. 
that's what Quora is. It's a pretty decent platform. So I um, get those questions that come in my email and I like to speak to them, you know, um, or respond to them because somebody else might have the question and that's how it works. We all are here to help each other. So there you have it, guys. A long introduction, which is part of the show. You know, it's all about um, helping you survive narcissistic abuse. And <clears throat> so her question was, she didn't understand. And she and I felt so bad for her. She was in a relationship for three, three and a half years, I believe, three to three and a half years. Nevertheless, that's a long time. And she has a daughter. And I'm sure someone's story probably resonates with this one. So um, she had she has a daughter a minor child and she was saying this person who she did not know was a narcissist and he was love bombing her however there were weird flags but she's not going to see it because she just felt like as if what they as anybody tells you in a relationship any person who knows it they're like take the good with the bad it's a give and take relationships being in a relationship is work it's work you know being in a marriage is work it's like all of the things that you hear you don't want to take things lightly or just feel like, oh, I'm going to leave the relationship because this person said the wrong thing to me. Let me leave the relationship now. And unfortunately, with her situation, it didn't work out for her that way. Certain red flags that she saw, she kind of let it go because this person would always kind of have a rebuttal anytime something that made sense, you know. Oh, when am I going to meet your family? You know, or, oh, um, let's go out here. And then I think she said something about um, she wanted her pictures to be. No, she was wondering why he never shared pictures of the two of them um, expressing their or displaying their love for each other publicly. Because it wasn't like he wasn't on YouTube or, excuse me, not YouTube, but Facebook. So... Or Instagram. So of course he came up with an excuse. I can't remember for verbatim, you know, I'm just remembering the conversation that I read that this lady or her statement that she said. So long and short, she was wondering why he wouldn't ex- display public love um, with the two of them. And he would give a legitimate reason as to why not that was believable to her. And then, um, there was another situation where he, um, they lived separately and over the course of time, she felt like she could either move with him or he could move with her being in this three and a half years relationship. And he told her, um, let's do it after your child is grown and out the house. And for her, hmm, okay, she ate that. Um, and when she mentioned also about meeting his family or whatever, he, they finally went on a trip to his country and she met his family. They come back. So of course that made her, that pulled her back in, even when she was trying to pull, pull out. Um, so it was just different red flags, but long and short, he loved bomb her for almost like three years, literally doing these different things. And, um, couple of things she she saw such as things like that um kind of acting one way when they were alone 
and he would act another way when they weren't, like more distance towards her when they were in public, closer, love bombing her, long conversations on the phone and person. It was a whole total different ball game when they were in closed doors, behind closed doors. So long and short, you know, narcs don't like to be questioned. They, they, in their mind, they have to be perfect. They don't know how to accept constructive criticism. It's a narcissistic injury. And even if they don't go into a tantrum, you will see some shit shift. You'll see a shift, you know? It's almost like they're hyperventilating if they have to say, I'm sorry. They'll say it, not all the time. Most of the time, they just won't say it. They'll, get a, they'll say everything around it. Or if they do say it, they have to bring up something that you did. They'll bring up something that can justify their behavior. You made me do it. And if I'm out of breath, guys, because I'm walking up this hill and it's hot out here, I'm going to walk to my car. But they'll say, you made me do it. Um, I only was protecting myself. I responded this way because you said that. Whatever the case may be, it just won't stop with, um, I am very sorry I made you feel that way. It'll be, I'm sorry you think I made you feel that way. It'll be something dumb to try to gaslight you and make you feel worse. So long and short, she brought something up to him that he did not like and it triggered him and he just cut her off completely. And she was devastated, you know, devastated because nine times out of 10, she was giving her all to try to save the relationship, walking on eggshells, doing whatever you had to do to keep that feel good moment, keep that high going. Even if you see red flags, you're ignoring them because you feel like they do so much good over here. I just want to keep it together. I got to keep it together. And unfortunately, you know, she didn't know. When you learn about narcissistic abuse, you'll know. You know, you kind of know what where it's going. But when you don't know, yeah, that stuff can hurt. So my heart goes out to her because he literally, because they weren't living together, whatever, he literally just cut this woman off. She even said there was a time when they were really, when she was really falling for this person who was really just a fake person but he was portraying himself to be a real person but they were doing something and she ended up getting a scar on her leg she hurt a leg that left a scar so long and short that was one of the things she said she looked at every time she felt betrayed and like this man just turned her off like a light switch all along, he was baiting someone else. He was getting new supply. And especially when you start asking questions that can call them out, and even if they seem like they are listening, trust and believe if they're a narcissist, they are working on the next supply, bringing them in. Because not all of them will kind of, when I say cheat, I'm talking like um, intimacy, you know, like sex. Sometimes they cheat in these emotional affairs where there might not be any sex involved, but there's a lot of conversations. There's a lot of, of 
just emotional connections and ties and lies, ties and lies, right? On the narcissist part, at least. And whoever is cheating with them deserves it because you shouldn't be involving yourself in a situation with somebody who's involved with someone else unless he's lying to you, of course. I'll let you off the hook if he's lying to you. But, or she's lying to you. This is not gender specific. You know, I'm just a woman, obviously, who is speaking from a woman's perspective, but women do it too. So either way. Um, yeah, so she was involved in this relationship for all of these three years. That's a long time, three and a half years. That's almost four years. And to see that it was all a lie and, you know, you have a difference with someone, you want to address it. It bothers you because you love the person. If you didn't love the person, it wouldn't even bother you. But the fact that you love a person, it bothers you. So you want to be like, okay, let me address this so that, um, they'll at least know how I'm feeling, you know? Good morning. How's it going? Girl, I was trying to get out here before the heat came. Oh my gosh. I did one lap. I usually do three. It is hot. <laughs> exactly. Have a good one. Yeah, so, um, yeah, she loved him. So obviously that was the deal. You know, she loved this person. So that's why it bothers her because she wanted the relationship to work. And instead of this man addressing this thing with her, he literally cuts the lady off. Don't take her calls no more. Don't do nothing. So, of course, that's going to make her keep chasing. And that's what they love. And that's the personality disorder. That's the unfortunate part. Because somebody with a heart and who's not evil like that could never devastate someone like that. You will feel bad. But because of them not having empathy, real empathy, they have fake empathy, but not having real empathy, they don't give a crap. They do not care about how they're making you feel. If they did, they wouldn't do it. So, this man, I'm in my car now, because it is hot out there. Ooh, Jesus. I gotta hit the pool. But, um, this man made her feel totally totally bad by just not even talking to her or even giving her an explanation as to why I'm not talking to you anymore or it was, at least if you probably could hear something to the point of answer the phone at least tell me what I did or well she ain't even do nothing she ain't do nothing because that's how they shift blame and have you apologizing to them about something you didn't do that's more dysfunctional I mean in my mind you ain't answer the phone, you ain't doing X, Y, and Z, I'm done. But I get, I'm an empath, so I get how it made her feel where she just wanted closure. But unfortunately, you're not going to get closure from a narcissist. They're not giving you closure, you know? They're going to, what they're doing, they're doing it on purpose. He wanted to punish her because she questioned something. And his way of punishing her, okay, you just won't hear from me ever again in life. Even though we slept together, we were intimate, you've seen my family, I've seen yours, you've introduced me to your child, I'm the stepdad that's not married to you yet. Like all of these things and you're in these long talks and they're acting like they're, they're interested in your conversations, all of that fakeness. That's why it's fake because if anything that's real like that, you can't just cut it off like that. They're gonna feel the way you feel. They can't cut you off like that. So long and short, 
This woman is devastated, which is why she wrote into court trying to get some responses to dealing with the pain, you know? And she said every time she looks at this scar, it just breaks her heart because she felt like she gave up so much of her life. And there, the lesson is, and the moral of, moral of the story is, don't give yourself up like that, you know? When, just educate yourselves. Educate yourself, because if you're listening to this podcast, whether you think you're with a narc or not, whether you know you're with a narc or not, at least you're educating yourself. Continue to educate yourself and understand some of the possibilities in a relationship. Sometimes, yes, if it's too good to be true, it might be too good to be true. Look at the red flags. Do you have, is it a fair playing ground? Do you have equal rights in the relationship? Can you speak your mind? How does one make you feel when you disagree with them? Have disagreements early because no two people are alike. And you, do ha- you don't have to dim your light or silence your voice for no one person, for nobody, period. Especially in an intimate relationship. It's not one-sided. Relationships, it's dual. Two sides. It's not going to be one person's way. And when someone is dismissing you and they always want it their way, Look at that in the early parts of the relationship to save yourself some grief that you're not giving up yourself and then come to find out this person can turn you off like a light switch because that's what they'll do. And even if they feel anything about it, they're already involved in another relationship, so they don't even care, which is why I feel they internalize it, which is why you hear about them saying that demons will talk to them and speak to them because that's what they deal with, those voices that's taunting them, haunting them, taunting them, all of that kind of stuff. That they need to be entertained. They need constant admiration. It's like working full time to be in a relationship with somebody who has that personality. Because when you enter into it, you're taking on all of the hurt and pain that they did to people before. It's now going to be on you. And you're going to bear that burden should you stay around, which is why I'm an advocate of you leaving and not stand in a toxic relationship. Get yourself out of there. If it means getting more jobs, if it means getting additional educations or trade, learn, do something. You got breath in your body and you got the activity of your limbs and you can move around and get around. Get up out of there. Get up out of there. Don't stay. Now you have limited situations where you can't. That's something to talk about, but where there is a will, there is a way. So guys, that's it for for me today. That's what I wanted to drop by and say. I don't want to make it long and drawn out. But again, just educate yourself. Educate yourself. Because if you're listening to this episode, obviously you might have some questionable um, issues in your relationship that you're concerned about and you might need that confirmation. I really encourage you to follow your instincts. Follow your gut you know, pull back when you see the red flags and silence is your biggest power, you know, because you can observe and then you can act accordingly to what you're observing. You know, don't let anyone dismiss you, silence you or dim your light. You don't have, that's not what a relationship is about and it's not one-sided. So there you have it. Peace and blessings to you. Please have a great weekend. Don't let the narcissist throw you off. You are responsible for your your life you know you're you're your own advocate you are the driver of your ship you know and for me if someone's not uh in alignment with christ because i'm a christian 
you're not in alignment with Christ and following his order for me, there's no way that I can follow you. That goes back to the submission. I'm all about submitting, but you have to submit unto God if you want me to submit unto you. Other than that, I'm going to bypass you and I submit to God. But that's if you're not covering me. And in a lot of relationships, that's not the case. Covering is not being bossy, dismissive, controlling, you know, devalue you or a woman emasculating a man. Like it's, that's not love. That's not trust. That's not a healthy relationship. That's another episode. All right, guys. Bye. Love you much. Peace and blessings to you. Stay cool. If you got these hot days, stay, uh, um, drink a lot of water, you know, make sure you're hydrated and love you much. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye.